0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 3 of D-Time with David Jackson. Today's episode is called Faith and Family. And when I was thinking about what to talk about for this episode, the story and parable that came to mind is the parable of the lost son. And I definitely encourage you to, if you haven't read it, to read it and then join back in. The parable is about, you know, two sons. And the father, and one of the sons decides to take his inheritance early and goes off and sees the world, quote unquote, squanders his wealth. And when he goes back to his father, you know, runs back to home, his father throws a big party because his lost son has come back. And I thought about family, you know, and my journey as a father. And it really brought out a lot of interesting emotions for me. And one thing that stuck out is in verse 20, you know, when it says he was still a far away off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. And he ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. And uh, I wanted to approach today's episode from the father's perspective. Uh, Imagine what was going on in his mind. What was he thinking? And as a parent, one of the things that can freak me out the most is feeling that I've messed up as a father, feeling that there's things that I just messed up on, you know, things that I, I forgot to do, that I didn't do, and that somehow those mistakes, you know, have adversely affected my kids. You know, there's a lot of bad examples of parents out there, bad examples of parenting out there. You know, and the Bible doesn't get get really into detail about the father's uh, mindset. You know, the parenting is tough. You know, especially as a as a Christian, and a lot of times I know that you know you can have that parental guilt that things that you've done have uh, affected your kids in a negative way. And the cool thing about this story is that the father is so happy that his son has returned, and the son is grateful that the father still cares for him, and and nothing has changed in a lot of ways. And that's kind of the point that the story leaves us on, and, and I think that's as parents, we need to leave on as well, is knowing that at the end of the day, we do our best, and as long as we love our kids unconditionally, things are going to work out. Um, I know for me, life as a parent has been so so profoundly life-changing in a lot of different ways. Um, when I had my first son, a um, father of three, and my first son rocked my world, everything changed from the moment he first looked at me as I'm sure, a lot of parents can relate. And from that moment on, you know, I kind of told myself, and I, I have a feeling that a lot of parents, you know, said the same thing. I, You know, I told myself, you know, everything that bad or, you know, unfortunate that happened in my life, I'm going to make sure that that it doesn't happen with my kids. And as great as, you know, heart that is, you know, we find out shortly that, You end up making mistakes and things happen. And I think of this story, and I imagine the father had the same thing. You know, he had a lot of great plans for his kid. And when his son kind of left with his inheritance and squandered it, I'm sure he probably felt a certain type of way about that. But all of that was, you know, forgotten when his son returned. And for those parents that may be listening out there that may be struggling with know parenting or interacting or dealing with their kids, you know just realize that you know with the right advice, the right input, the right heart, things will work out are the the thing that we need to remember as parents is that there's no such thing as a perfect parent outside of God there's no such thing as a per- perfect parent you're gonna mess up, you're gonna slip up, but have the heart. That this father had in this story that he celebrated no matter what his son came back, he celebrated. I'm sure he could have been beating himself up or focused on the wrong thing, but he had a heart of, of just celebrating that his son was back.
1: And so I hope that
0: helps in some way. You know, I'm really excited again. I know I say it a lot. I'm excited to sit down with a special friend to talk about her experiences as a parent and her her view on this subject and i hope that you get uh something out of it so please stick around after the break and we'll sit down with uh courtney parlor and hear what she has to say Hey, welcome back to D-Time, Season 1, Episode 3, Faith and Family. I'm sitting down with a very, very dear, good friend, Courtney Parlor. Courtney, thank you so much for taking time out of your hectic schedule to chat with me.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, um like I said, the title of the episode is Faith and Family. But before we kind of dive into that topic, I was wondering if you could take a couple minutes just to introduce yourself to those who may be listening.
1: Yeah. Hi, everyone. It's such an honor to be a part of the show. Uh, my name is Courtney, and my husband and I have been married for eight years. We've had the opportunity to lead different ministries around America and travel a lot for our church. And um, we have two beautiful little kids, a five-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. And uh, currently, we live in the incredible city of Seattle, Washington, and we are loving life here. And um, we have had the opportunity to plant a church here three years ago. So I'm excited to share about what our life looks like with kids and ministry and our faith.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, faith and family. So in part one, I talked a lot about just, you know, being a parent, one in general, and two, being a, a Christian parent and kind of the challenges that come with that. And, and I, I shared about the, the, the parable of the lost son and, and dove into kind of the mindset of the father and what, what may have been going on, uh, on his mind. So on the family side of it for you, um, first off, what's your favorite thing about being a mother?
1: Oh, I love being a mom. Um, I think one of the things that, kind of goes unspoken about is just the love between a child and a parent. To mm-hmm. me it's clear that I'm going to love my kids and I adore being a mom. I adore them. I adore their cuddles. But just how much they actually love me and they mm-hmm. love my husband is um I I think that's so special to have that bond that they know that I'm someone who will take care of them, who will protect them, who will comfort them. Um, They look for me all the time, even if I'm wanting to be alone in the bathroom or something, they will come and find me. And uh, I just really, I'm so honored to have that kind of love in my life. And, and even having a second child, I didn't know what that would look like, but love really does multiply. So I think that's something that's so beautiful about being a mom.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I definitely, definitely uh, agree. Uh, Now, as far as kind of like being a parent, you know, you become a parent uh, once and now you have two two kids. Uh, what's uh, something that you've learned um, since becoming a parent that may may have surprised you before you became one?
1: Well, I was in the school of thought that there's one way to parent because mm-hmm. all of the moms that have been moms for a long time or the older women, they were so sure about the way they parented. And so I thought, oh, there's one way to parent. I just, I wasn't secure in being a new mom and I didn't know what I was doing. And so something that has really Mm -hmm. surprised me is that there's many ways to parent. And that's actually given me a confidence that I just need to be the best mom for my kids, that I can be in their situation with their needs and, that's always changing too. So that's, that's really surprised me that parenting is very fluid. You've never arrived. You're never doing the perfect way of parenting. And um, it, it also has helped me understand a new level of humility that I did not understand before I was a mom.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, now, you know, for me, you know, there's a lot of perceptions I had about parenting and, since becoming a parenting, becoming a parent, I should say, are there any other uh, perceptions of parenting uh, for you that have changed since you became one?
1: Yeah, I think since we're talking about faith and family, you know, there's a scripture that talks about how if you teach your child the way that is right in the end, they will go that way. And so I always thought there's one way to teach a child and in the end, they will have faith and they will be Christians. And that's been the most important thing to me is that my, my children are healthy and they love God. And, um, and what I'm realizing, even just from observing other families uh, talking to other moms that I really admire is that there's not necessarily one way to parent. Um, there's not, there's, there's not like a right or wrong. It's very situational and um, that has really changed my perception. I think when I, I was, a new mom i was really insecure about being a mom and mm-hmm. um and it's just helped me to really find a new security that i want to pick and and choose what works great for other moms and implement that in my life and what will work for my kids knowing their situation and um and like i said the most important thing is that we want them to become christians when they're older so just mm-hmm. learn to love god and see our lifestyle in that way
0: Yeah, that's great. So kind of back in, thinking back to part one, you know, you know, I, I think I relate to the, the parable of the, uh, the story of the prodigal son, right? And, you know, the father's perspective and reading that, you know, there can be some, like you mentioned, like insecurities of being a parent and the fear of, you know, quote unquote, messing up as a parent and, for you, what are some things that help you, you know, kind of combat those insecurities that, that may come from, you know, just being a parent and, and not only being a parent, but, you know, as a Christian mother?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing to myself as you're asking that because <laughs> I think, uh, fear has captivated me at, at times as a mom. Um, mm-hmm. I think if, if one of my children are disobedient, if I'm not careful in my mind to really take captive my thoughts, like the Bible says, uh, my mind can say, my child's not obeying right now. When they're 18, they're not, when they're in high school, they're not going to obey their teacher. If Mm -hmm. they don't obey their teacher, they're going to drop out of high school. Then they're not going to obey the authorities. Then they're going to be in jail. And now I'm visiting my children in jail. Like (laughs) it can (laughs) go from zero to 60 in 0.5 seconds. And so, um. really just, just believing the promises of God and um, knowing that when there's fear, there's no room for faith and mm-hmm. I need to be solution oriented with how to help my kids be obedient and how to help them understand respect, understand obedience, understand pleasing God. And um, so that's something that's helped me is there, there was a period of time there where I did feel very, captive to fear with my kids mm-hmm. and I though that train of thought was not rare in my mind and um, and so a lot of praying and a lot of just stopping it if if I go from today to them dropping out of high school I, I know I just need to stop right there this this mm-hmm. is going to be a bad road because it's going to end up me visiting them in jail so um, I think really just praying and, and having thoughts that are true and noble and pure and trustworthy, I think has helped me a lot to not worry about the future and just be present with my children.
0: That's great. Now, obviously, you know, as a, you know, women's ministry leader and servant in um, not only here in Seattle and in you know, across the, the, uh, America, as you mentioned earlier, I'm sure you've come into contact and, and, and have been able to counsel a lot of women and, and a lot of, uh, mothers uh, about just, you know, parenting and life in general. So for you, what, what advice would you give to someone who's having challenges, you know, uh, kind of dealing with being a, a parent and, you know, parenting the, you know, in the, in a godly way, I should say?
1: Yeah. Um... Well, one, getting a lot of advice, I think, is key with many advisors. Victory is sure. And we're surrounded in our church by an incredible community of, of women who are great examples as moms. Um, there's also a lot of books that have become a huge part of my library, my personal yeah. library, to help me um, really shepherd my kids' hearts. That's actually one of the books I really love is Shepherding a Child's Heart. Um. And, and I think really just being confident in not arrogant, but confident in, you know, your kids better than anyone else and Mm -hmm. people, other people may see a snippet of your kids' lives and you see them day in, day out, you know, their sleeping patterns, their eating patterns, how much screen time they're watching. So on any given day, you could probably pinpoint why they're acting the way they are or um, things like that. So just really. Um, Having confidence that as a mom, you know your children better than than anyone. Um, And I think it's so important to just share your life. Um, Mm -hmm. Every morning I have my quiet time and I spend time just really digging deep with God, reading my Bible, praying. And my kids know that. They know that that is a priority to mommy. And I'll tell my son, if he says, mom, please come play with me, I'll say, honey, Mommy's a better mommy after I spend time with God. And um, there's, (laughs) there's days if I'm in a bad mood, he's asked me before, mom, did you have your quiet time? And (laughs) I love that because he knows that when I'm plugged into God and walking with the spirit, I'm a different person. And I want him to know that because I want him to see the importance of that for his life. And, um, even just praying, we pray as a family every day, we pray with our children Um, every meal every night every day on the way to school Um, if they have a bad attitude we pray for God to change their attitude and we also do family devotionals where we talk about a scripture and we talk about we have Brinton our son has a memory scripture and um, they're simple because he's five but um, we really do want him to write the scriptures on his heart and these are things we do behind closed doors that most people don't really know that we do but I think they're it's who you are behind your, in your house is truly who you are. And I think it's so important for kids to see that their parents love God and everything they do is because of their love for God. And they imitate, you know, we share our faith with people at the grocery store at the park. And now Brinton will just go and share his faith and invite people to church (laughs) or talk to people about God. And it's just amazing to see how they really soak up what they're being taught. And they also soak up the negative things. So mm-hmm. um, humility is huge in parenting. There's times where I don't respond in patience. And I have to say, I'm so sorry. Mommy's attitude did not please God. I'm really sorry that I responded to you like that. And um, I want them to see that, that I'm accountable to God too. And they're not just accountable to us, but I'm accountable to God. So those are some of the things that we, we are really passionate about in our home.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, great, great insight and input. Uh, now I always like to, you know, ask, ask this, this question to the people that I sit down and talk with, um, for you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, on this topic, but what's the best piece of advice that you've been given?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the best piece of advice I've been given. Um, Huh. I think something that's helped me a lot in ministry and in parenting is that nothing is fatal. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, nothing is fatal. Just to not freak out about things. Yeah. Um, and also to laugh, you know, laugh about things that happen or things that are out of our control and just laugh at the days to come. Those, those two things have helped me
0: not be too serious. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Courtney, thank you so much for you know, sharing your your thoughts. Uh, really, really appreciate it. For um, those listening, you know, if you have any uh, tips or thoughts or input on the, you know, faith and family or even, you know, questions uh, on struggles that you're having, feel free to reach out to us at D-Time Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and D-Time Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Courtney, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hi, I'm David Jackson, and welcome to my podcast, D Time, a personal project of mine where I simply share what I'm learning in life spiritually as a Christian, husband, father, and human. Each episode, you'll hear from myself, and I'll also sit down with the guest and talk about various topics and get their insights as well. Life is all about learning, and I love learning from other people and seeing what sparks come from discussions on everyday topics. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me for D-Time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If there's a topic that you'd like discussed, you can leave suggestions in the comments or follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at D-Time Podcast. See you next time.